0: Hello, Mari! Hi. We have Spicy Mari in the house. Hi, you guys. How's it going? Hey. All right. So let's kick it off. Let's see. Excited. Yes. Let's get started. So tell us about you. Tell us what you do. And tell us how you are Spicy Mari.
1: <laughs> Okay, great question. Uh, I am excited to be here. I will give you a little bit of background about me. I am a relationship expert and magnetic matchmaker. So what that means is I run a consulting firm called The Spicy Life, where I give relationship coaching, I give matchmaking, we have a astrologist, a uh, image makeover, and a marriage family therapist on staff. And we literally give your life an entire transformation so that we can help you find your purpose mate within 90 days. And so it is really about transforming perspectives in order to fuel connections. And business has been booming um, (laughs) because people are at this place where they are looking for love, they're ready, they thought 2020 was gonna be their year and then quarantine hit and they're like, okay, maybe (laughs) this isn't as easy as I thought.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: But I've been doing it for over 10 years now, actually been doing it my entire life, but my company has been around for over 10 years. And I'm probably one of the only uh, Latinas, uh Black and Mexican uh, professional matchmakers out there that are living the SPICY life. And uh, <laughs> SPICY has an acronym though. It stands for self, passion, intimacy, and communication and learning to say yes.
0: Ooh, I love that. Especially yeah. that last part. <laughs>
1: That's the hardest <laughs> part for anybody to grasp. Yes, from. it is.
0: Yes, it is. I'll tell you, so... Uh, I am in a relationship. I see my boyfriend in the comments. Hey boo. Um, but saying like I gave myself every reason. Like oh, I don't know if he's right. Like, and just with dating, you find some. You tell yourself no a lot, and it's yes. almost like you may not know that you deserve to be happy. And it's like, oh, mm -mm, he's not serious or, oh, no, he doesn't make the money I want or, oh, well, that's kind of a big deal. But, oh, no, (laughs) he's not the height that I want, which is maybe not very important in finding your magnetic match. So that's really I love that part. That's really interesting.
1: Yeah. And it's the hardest part. Like, right. It's sometimes like working through what you want versus what you need. I'm here Mm -hmm. to help you with what you need.
0: And Mm. so,
1: because oftentimes the things that we want are based off of like what our family told us that we should have or what society has said that we should have or how our relationship looks. And that's not even necessarily what we need for our lives. Sometimes we even take the, you know, the perception of our friends and we're like, oh yeah, like add some of that to, you know, my plate. I think i will have a, you know, dash of that and a dash of this when really that's not really what you need in your life in order to really be fulfilled in a partnership.
0: Man, say that because honestly... I told myself that I didn't, oh, no, I don't know. I need to check him out. I don't, do I know anybody that knows him so I can know his background? Like, all these things that are not necessarily necessary. But just say yes to yourself and what you need and what serves you. I love that. I absolutely love that. So one thing that I want to touch on, so she slays is all about woman empowerment and all about lifting up our ladies. We love women empowerment, and we never want to tell anyone that they need to look a certain way to be attractive mm-hmm. to their partner. And it's hard sometimes to tell that line between wanting to look attractive, yeah. wanting not to um, conform to society's rules on how you should look and what you should do to attract yeah. a mate. So how do you suggest people toe that line of being true to yourself and finding a partner?
1: Yeah. So like you're asking some of like the physical beauty versus like conforming to what societal standards are. And I understand like, this is one of the the biggest issues I probably like you would think the self passion intimacy and communication learning to say yes were the hardest things. It really is in my practice and in my profession people coming in with this like idea of what attractiveness is in their mind. Mm -hmm. And if you really think about what beauty is or what you define as beauty, I mean, there's several components that play into that. Some of it's cultural, right? Some of it's social, some of it's even uh, influenced by your economic status. Some of it's based on, you know, where your upbringing is and the environment that you grew up in. Some of it's based in the home that you grew up in. You're not faulted for what your idea of beauty is. You're faulted when you don't live up to that standard for yourself and then you project that onto another person Mm -hmm. And when you and I highly recommend when you evaluate your level of physical attractiveness, since we're, you know, calling it beauty, you will be more satisfied with yourself. When you start to have a firmer appreciation with how you look who you are and what you have to offer. Mm -hmm. And then you seek that in another person versus thinking about or assessing what you don't have what you need to change what you're displeased with. If you go and operate from a place of being in the positive versus the negative, because negative vibration attracts a negative vibration. It's a frequency scale, right? If you're in the positive, you're gonna attract someone in the positive vibration. So if you really truly believe that you are beautiful, you will attract someone who believes that you're beautiful. Mind you, we all have things to work on when it comes to the physical components. I mean, I can probably pick apart myself for days. We all can, but instead of making that list of the things that you don't like, Make a list of the things that you do love about yourself. The things yeah. that he gets to benefit from it, if he gets to inherit the throne of your love. And you <laughs> yeah. that that list is like a hundred things. Like he gets yeah. this buttery skin. He gets this beautiful smile. Like make that list instead of the list that's going to be like three things that you want to change just so that society can tell you whether it's good enough or whether it's enough. Enough will never be enough. Yes. Yeah. Something more. Someone else. There's always going to be a certain level of beauty. Right now, uh, thick fit is in. Man, <laughs> next month or next year, it's going to be like Martians are in. And we're all going to be like <laughs> it changes every single time. You know, yes. out the decades. And so, if we're just trying to, if we're trying to follow the crowd of what we think beauty is, it really is thinking about and figuring out what you define as beautiful, and then finding a partner who defines beauty as the same thing, versus us trying to fix or put this circle in a square peg like it's not it's not gonna work. So it really is about you being what you want to attract. And I know everybody said that, but this is freaking the truth.
0: I love that so much. Because honestly, and truly, you guys, if you come, if you come uh, to these lives every Friday, then you know, I'm always talking about energy and frequency. You attract what you put out. If you believe that you are beautiful, then you are beautiful. And you, yeah. exactly what you said, you will attract someone who thinks the same. I love that so much. And I agree with you wholeheartedly with that. The grass is always going to be greener. But if you want your grass to be able to compete with that, you got to water it.
1: But like, don't get it wrong though. Like, a physical attraction is important. I'm not saying like, <laughs> tell yourself these crazy lies. No, you do need to have, like, great hygiene. You do need to have self-care. But self-care is a part of self-love. So if you Mm -hmm. love the way that you look and you love who you are, and I'm a huge, firm believer in, you have to fall madly in love with yourself. Yeah. Like, absolutely positively in love with yourself. You need to love your dirty draws. Yeah. Because you're trying to get somebody else (laughs) to love your dirty draws. Like, Like, you're trying to convince someone why they should love your stinky, dirty draws. you have to love them first (laughs) that's so true maybe they do need to be washed with tide every now and then but still you have to love them and I think that we get caught up in like everybody trying to look like this cookie cutter mold because we think that that's what's hot and it's not like there are levels to different variations of attractiveness and yes it is going to be the thing that makes someone approach you But if you are confident, and I kid you not, I get men who come into the firm all of the time that are phenomenal, superior men. And I ask them, okay, what are you attracted to? The first thing that they say, before I let them tell me boobs and butt and all of these pickings of inches, the first thing that they say is confidence. Mm. I want a woman who is self-aware and self-possessed.
0: That is amazing. And I think it's also a good point that if you meet the right person, whoever, whatever that person may look like to you, and you aren't ready for it, it won't matter anyway. If you don't love yourself, that person won't be able to love you the way that you need to be loved because you don't even have the foundation. That is amazing. I love that. And I love that you said that confidence is the first level. Like, you have to have confidence in yourself because, well, one, you're living with yourself. So... (laughs) (laughs) you gotta love you and I love the dirty draws thing I think we're gonna make that a quote and post it on the page (laughs) because that is hilarious and it's true if someone can't love you at your worst then how can they you know they don't deserve the rest
1: Mm -hmm.
0: that's exactly right
1: it's it's just it's challenging I know that it's like easier said than done like have this confidence one of the best ways to start is like little bites you don't have to tell yourself like you are freaking the, you know, next runway model. That's not even what we're talking about when we're talking about beauty. You didn't need to just tell yourself that you're incredible every single day. And while everybody's like, okay, you know, law of attraction and words of affirmation, affirm yourself. It starts with your thoughts. And then it goes with your emotions and how you make yourself feel. The next three, the third thing is your beliefs because your beliefs control your actual behavior and how you respond to people. So if you do tell yourself you're beautiful, you're incredible, i am phenomenal uh, a man is lucky to smell my farts guess what i'm gonna start attracting every single man they're gonna feel my energy they're gonna feel mm-hmm. this level of confidence yeah. and you start to believe it yourself when you start to get the affirmation from others and it really should begin with self but you'll start to see the evidence when you start to actually believe it
0: there you go i hope you guys have your notebooks out because Mar is stopping some <laughs> some dimes right now, like these are really, really good tips right here, and let me get my little notebook <laughs> <laughs> you Oh my yeah, goodness, you
1: whatever, you're with your man I'm like hey. yes <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so tell us um I will, and <laughs> tell us some tips for dating like tell us some tips for finding that partner and mm-hmm. finding a person that fulfills you. so many okay. people want that.
1: gonna give you I'm gonna give you a bar right here what society keeps telling us to do are these affirmations make your wish list make your build-a-bear list those are great know and have those in mind right know your core values know your deal breakers make sure that you know that you know the your strengths weaknesses opportunities and threats I call it doing a squat on yourself be well aware of all those things What we're not getting when it comes to relationships and dating and making the connection, is the behavioral change that's in pursuit of those things. So mm. if you say and you put on your list that I want a man or I want a woman who is, you know, six feet tall, or I want a man, you know, who has this job, or I want a man who has, let's just say, like a college degree. Okay, well, what are you gonna do to get that man who has a college degree? What are you gonna do to get that man who makes this amount of money? Are you even talking to people who make that much? Are you putting yourself in a position to meet people and put yourself in an environment? to actually attract that. It's one thing to know it, it's another thing to do a behavioral change to go and get it. I can tell you all day long that I know, you know, I need to lose 10 pounds, but if I don't go to the gym and try to do something about it, it's not gonna happen. And that's what people people forget about alignment. Alignment is actually your behavior showing the universe that this is what I want. I'm trying to manifest this thing and I believe that I'm worthy of it. And now I'm gonna actually go get it.
0: There you go. There you go. That is so awesome because a lot of people are like, I need a man who's making six figures. I need a man who's doing this and that, but then hang around the exact opposite and put themselves in (laughs) situations with the exact opposite type of people that they are the people with the opposite of those attributes that they're looking for in a partner. My mom used to always tell me, be careful who you hang around because you might mess around and fall in love. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you hang around someone you don't want to fall in love with, you might get yourself in some trouble. (laughs) So, man. so
1: true. You do have to be (sighs) careful of the company you keep. And maybe you need to shift the company that you keep. If nobody you know is in a relationship that is desirable or in a healthy relationship or Mm -hmm. environment to be able to feed your spirit with love so that you can, you know, actually be influenced by those relationships or even be able to introduce you to people that are desirable you can put you I'm not saying like what well, your friends I'm saying you can decide to have different social circles right now it's challenging because of quarantine and everybody is feeling like oh my god my love life is you know done for this was supposed to be when I meet them I was supposed to be in about this brunch I was supposed to meet them at this you know house party <laughs> whatever you thought did not happen okay <laughs> so right we to be re-encouraged and reinvigorated we got to use the tools that I'm going to say God even gave us I'm going to even say Like, God, he gave us the minds to have created technology, our fear of technology is coming from a place of communication and us not being comfortable with this transition in this space of having to use our digital tools. And then the second thing of women is us trying to stay in the traditional role of not creating opportunities to connect We with the impression with 2020 quarantine coming on and us not being able to meet people that men are supposed to be chasing us, hollering at us, but we're not even in a position right now for them to approach us, right? So we need to take some initiative and it's not you hollering, asking them to take them out on a date. It looks more like you creating opportunities through. Good. Look, I'll be the one to, s- to tell you, slide through some DMs. If you t- have told me you've given up on love and you ha- don't even have enough, I want the evidence. Give me the receipts. I wanna see at least 10 DMs you've slid through 10 Facebooks that you have been on sending messages. I want to see if you on link- people's LinkedIn pages. I wanna, like, don't tell me you want love and you are waiting for it to fall on your lap. Mm, listen, say this again because
0: <laughs> there's a meme going around and it's saying, I want to find love but I can't get out the house or something along those lines. It's yes. hilarious but you're blocking your blessings.
1: Yes, Is it, I and, think I posted something like that too, Like, but I eat Guess
0: I'm all day long, and I like to sit on my couch, and I don't like to talk to people. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Which is fun and self care, and hey, you know, my kids that you want, but like, if you want to find but love, you <laughs> you've got to be actively looking for it. And I love that because it is 2020. You mm-hmm. do not need to wait on someone to give you something. If you yes. want that man,
1: go talk to that man, shoot that yes. shot. If you want that woman, go shoot this shot. Statistically, like if we're just going to talk about this, the science of it, if us as women are more proactive in our dating experience, and we actually approach a man and create an opportunity to talk to him and kind of see first off, if we even like him, right, we're more likely to be with someone we're physically attracted to, and more mm. likely to have a relationship mm. when we create an opportunity, because we're gonna leave it up to men to get the signals, we're leaving it up to men. <laughs> to, like, make the decision, the fate of my so, love life, I went right. up to my I went up to him and, like, introduced myself to – I gave him a hug just like I did everybody else that was at the party. His was the hug that got to stick. But, like, unless I was open, unless I said yes, yeah, I didn't go up to him and holler at him. Like, I still – like, you know, he still went through the courtship process with me. But it really is about you opening yourself up. And I hate to say, like, it's 2020, but it's freaking 2020. Like, if I can't emphasize the fact enough that, like, we can be in control of our destiny and our fate if we believe it, it really happens that easily. Because I can tell based on what you prioritize, and I can tell based on your daily routines and activities what you do and if you really want love bad enough. Mm. Because we want all of the gratification. We want all of the good butterfly feelings, all of that. But we don't want none of the work that it actually takes to deliver on that.
0: Yes. Oh, my gosh. These are some words. Honestly, because you have to put in the work. And, and you can want someone to give you all the good kisses and all the good love and all the good <laughs> affirmations, right? But if you don't have – if you aren't in a place where you can give that back, yeah, then you can't do that. And, and hello, we're in the house. Like, we yeah. need – to, if you want something you don't have you need to do something you aren't doing and hey shoot that shot get in that dm i love that so so do you advise um
1: updating absolutely freaking lootly. okay that's like saying do you shop on amazon like <laughs> are you still going to the post office girl are you still going to the post office to like drop off packages and pick packages up? are you still going into like? We have to get out of this um, mind state of, well, I'm not that type of person or that doesn't work for me. Mm. If If you're in the mindset that something doesn't work for you, then let's find a more effective way to get our needs met using this tool. Because right now, more than ever before, the hottest of hot, the most successful of successful, the most conscious of conscious are now flocking to these tools because they too don't have access. So where you thought that it was like, all these randoms that are on there, and you never meet anyone. I'm not going to lie; it could be a Ross experience where you're going through, you know, these dating sites, and you have to shuffle through some of the mess to find like a good deal. <laughs> but you get what you pay for. So yes, it's going to take a little bit of work, it, work energetically. It's going to take a little bit of rejection. I'm going to slide through, and I do this actually like for my clients. I will slide through DMs. I will go through LinkedIn. I will go out to events. I will go to different workouts. I will go to six feet apart, distant activities. Like, especially because I have to get extra creative this time. I'm throwing speed dating events right now online. Mm. Digital speed dating events for the superior man and superior woman where they create a profile letting me know what they're looking for. And then it shuffles you seven times on the digital dating tool and you get seven dates in one night. But like Ooh. if you don't if you're not open to these experiences you're just going to be waiting hopefully for you know the world to be healed from covid and tick-tock <laughs> tick-tock meanwhile like the women who are open are more likely to get their needs met and get the results mm-hmm. that they want.
0: Man, like, this is more so than true. Enough love everyone. Yes, and I mean honestly, I did the app thing before I was looking like, up to be my boo, but like <laughs> I had to wade through some trash there's plenty of trash out there but one thing that i learned was that you don't have to entertain that trash at all
1: correct stop wasting our time like just stop wasting it if someone is not meeting your needs or you could already tell early on they look you don't we don't have the same values we are not the same if you can tell early on let's move let's get let's get through that quicker let's move on to the next thank me, you for showing me the link. yes thank you for showing me like the analogy that I use is that like your potential purpose mate may be behind door number 20 if you get stuck at door number 2, 3, 4, 5 and you maybe catch some feelings mm. but you don't get back up everyone else who knows that he's behind the door number 20 that's opening these doors are going to get to him quicker mm. than the people who are taking it personal that something didn't work out rejection is a part of the experience like We can't go without the rejection part. We can't go without the disappointment part. Those are natural emotions that we're going to feel. But if you don't strengthen that muscle and you don't work that muscle out, you're never going to get to door number 20. Because guess what? When you get into a relationship, you're going to get hurt still.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're still going to feel rejection. You're still going to feel disappointment. (laughs) Goodness. Yes. That is so true. And one thing that I often talk about with my friends and with my boyfriend is that like when you are in a relationship you need to make sure that you remember that if you're in a healthy relationship that rejection and disappointment is not going to come from a place of hate yeah so it can be it can roll off easier but you still need to get ready for that you still need to flex that muscle just like you're saying like deal with rejection and take it as it comes. And also you're going to reject some people too. Like I said, you see these people who
1: aren't
0: what you want, delete, delete.
1: And I know people hate that it's like a job interview process where they feel like, oh, I don't want to have to go on interview after interview in order to get the job. But like Mm -hmm. you going through that dating process is how you learn how to interview better. It's Mm -hmm. how you learn like, well, maybe dang, maybe this wasn't the corporate culture that I thought that I wanted. And it's the same thing when it comes to the, the person's partnership or firm that you're trying to stay, you know, to, to partner with when it comes to love. Like the more that you do it, the more that it will become clear to you versus us tapping out during this time and saying like I'm deleting all the apps. I'm giving up on them. Like okay, that's good. That's that's exactly what the universe like that's opposite of what the universe wants, but that's what I'm gonna, I'm just that's what Satan wants. He wants you to not have love. He wants you to not find your purpose mate. Because you alone there's not as much strength like Mm -hmm. iron sharpens iron. So we can't give up on the potential for our family for our purpose made. But it's the people who continue going and who are going through this experience. And actually, it's the process of it. So like, the more that you do it, if you're not good with like the communication part, maybe you don't know what to say. Like there's an app for everything that is capable of like being more tailored towards you. So like hinges for some people, Bumble is for some people, Facebook is for some people. Find out which one works best for you based on the results that you get. But then also strengthen those communication muscles. Like, don't say that you want somebody who asks you interesting questions when you never ask interesting questions. You have to be really and literally live the lifestyle and be the par- like be the partner that you want to receive.
0: Oh my goodness, I feel red right now, you guys. Because when I was on these apps, I was so bored. I was like, oh, I know I need to get off because I'm copying and pasting <laughs> messages and I'm not being... I wasn't being interesting either. Clearly, if I'm copy and pasting answers, I clearly wasn't saying anything too exciting. So Bumble's letting us do that
1: anymore. But I don't think Bumble's letting us copy and paste anymore. (laughs) Good.
0: (laughs) That's good. But I always said that, like, okay, like I know I need to get off. But maybe I just need to change up my style, and maybe I needed to try to pull something out to one show that person if I'm interested in them that. I'm interesting and then they can show me that back and if they
1: don't okay. no, that's not done. oh I love all that What you can do is guide someone's behavior right you can mm-hmm. see look let me show you how I show up in my true authentic self loving caring spicy as hell I'm gonna serve you <laughs> that if you can mirror this behavior and give it back to me at least I know that you're capable of being guided at least I know you may not be as flavorful you may not like be able to move and shake you may not have every single thing on my checklist But at least when it comes to the energy or the effort that I'm putting in, you're mirroring that back. You're making some, and I can guide you to even where I want us to go on a date, what I want us to do, those kind of activities. But you have to communicate those things and you have to do it in a way that is in your feminine energy, that masculine energy can receive and vice versa. They have to do the same because you can't just be texting and messaging and also talking to the person the way that you would want to receive that information, you need it to actually take into account who your audience is. Mm. That's why you have to ask questions so that you can kind of learn, okay, is this someone who likes you know more of a direct approach? Because I'm a direct person. Maybe I need to be a little bit more sensitive to this person's energy. Because the last time I was, they responded this way. It's okay to pivot. You, get, you don't get to change yourself, but you, what you do get to do is practice your communication techniques to see mm. what you're more receptive to that works for you.
0: Yes. Yeah, see? So one thing that people are always talking about is, oh, I'm a visual learner, or I'm a, um, what's the other one? I, like, you can uh, tell me everything, and then I'll, yeah. I'll know it, but a uh, verbal learner. But, like, if you're talking to a visual learner, and you're telling them what they're supposed to do, they're not going to receive it the same way. Right. So right. you don't need to change the message, but you may need to change the way you deliver the message. I love right. that.
1: We don't necessarily remember like the facts. We might not remember exactly what you said. We remember how you made us feel. Mm-hmm. So if you can make that person feel as if they matter, make that person feel as if you're you know, mindful and in the moment with them when you're communicating, then you will be able to leave more of a lasting impression. I call them spice breakers. The questions that I make my clients send to, <laughs> send to one another are called spice breakers. Oh, and these are like those thought provoking, interesting questions. If you could travel back in time to any period in your life, which time would you travel back to? Wow. If you can travel to the past or to the future, which one would you go to? Like asking someone questions that they're not usually asked versus like, so what do you do for fun? Every single person on on these apps. <laughs> the <night. laughs>
0: Every, every single person and you know what that's you know you have all these meme accounts that have screenshots of all these dating conversations and there's never what do you do for fun there's always yeah. like starburst or skittles like get creative <laughs> yes. oh my
1: gosh i call that the or game so that's a great oh. spicy tip right there that you just mentioned the or game is when you're asking either or so it would be like beat your pool it would look like, you know, Bali or Fiji. It would look like lights on or lights off if you want to get spicy with it. It would look like, you can tailor the questions to whatever, but it's just playing the war game and asking questions back and forth. And men are actually more receptive to that because you're asking them visual things that they can understand and grasp and they don't have to overwork themselves and think too hard to have <laughs> fun in the conversation. Yes, yeah. it's like, not hard to really decide between, you know, whiskey or tequila if you ask me that. And then you bounce the question back and then you answer it.
0: There you go. I love It to be that complicated. It does not have to be that com- complicated. And honestly, some men prefer, and, uh, at least initially, to not have it be that complicated and just right. have an easy conversation. And then you rope them
1: in. Like we've turned like everything into this job interview feel when it actually should feel more like a fun game show, the way yeah. that you pose the questions. Because I will send like, clients out on dates and the guy will come back or the girl will come back and they're like, oh my God, I felt like I was in like the hardest job interview of my life. It was just question after question as opposed to making it a more fun competitive sport, like games, everybody loves games. And yeah. men in particular love games. So why not pose them games to play? Never have yeah. I ever, play the org game. Play truth or dare. like there's so many different ways that you can get creative with dating yeah. right now that you can still learn about the person who you want to connect with and see if there's any like you know common interest there
0: i love that my boyfriend and i watch family feud all the time uh,
1: <laughs> <up>. <laughs> so get family Feuding,
0: in you guys on these dates go ahead play these games and you know they don't have to they don't have to be spicy you can keep them pg but if you are comfortable <laughs> with that go ahead why not have fun and and if you are comfortable with that, maybe the person you're interested in is not. And that's a good thing to know to meet that person where they are.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's amazing. I, I love what you're saying. You're saying like, ask questions about someone's comfort level. Like, yeah. are you open to us doing X, Y, and Z? If they're not, then make another suggestion. It's like that simple. But we overthink it because we get in our heads and we're concerned about acceptance. We need acceptance, right? So that we don't feel rejected. But what we're actually doing is projecting our fears on them. And because it's energetic, they can fear that. They can fear or feel the fear of us being afraid to be ourselves. And so I'm telling you, men smell that mess out like, oh, okay. You're nervous about being you? Oh, you don't really like dating? Oh, so you're not that good at speaking to other people? Oh, okay. So I really don't have anything to lose here because you're not going to go anywhere the moment I make you think that I like you. First is knowing that like you're comfortable in your skin you're comfortable talking to people you're open you love men that's step number one to getting a man you actually have to love the species <laughs> and they can tell when you don't love them yes.
0: <laughs> and they can feel that heat and whether you're getting a man or a woman they can feel that or a woman yep that that pressure like um uh, i don't know like they can feel that resistance yeah i love that yes okay so on dating profiles, do you suggest that people post the thirst traps or Mm. what do you think? Like, should (laughs) every great
1: question? This is a really great question. Tell me, (laughs) Um, I'm going to say that it needs to be a diverse pool. You need to show something that does actually show if we're going to talk male and female, you need to show something that shows your figure. People want to see your full body. Yeah, they do want to also see that you take care of yourself and a fitness photo. Because you're showing somewhat of a healthy lifestyle. We think that if you take care of your temple, that you also take care of us. The other photo that you want to post, so you do want to show like a little workout or some type of activity, something sporty, something adventurous. You want to post, yes, the thirst trap one that shows like you looking hot, you looking good. But because we're visual creatures, we have to be able to see photos that we can envision ourselves with you.
0: So there needs to be
1: like the date night look on there so that that way we know, okay, I can take you out to X, Y, and Z event and you're gonna make us look good. We're gonna make each other look good. So that's gonna be something that you're a bit more dressed up. You're also gonna post like your casual, relatable girl next door or boy next door. That's just friendly, warm, welcoming with a huge smile that says like, I'm safe. Here you are. I'm just open. Yeah, kinda looks looks like a cute little sweet headshot. But But you want to be thinking to yourself like, here I am, I'm your friend. I love you, like if you can say those things in your head, your photo will actually reflect those things. But the thirst trap photo, yes, one of those does need to be on there because there needs to be some type of arousal, some type of sexual stimulation. Even though you don't necessarily have sex with these people, there needs to be something that makes them desire or be enticed by the long-term goal, which is eventually to be intimate. But the other photos need to be there as well. Let them see what they get to inherit with a lifestyle like you. So that's why I always like encourage like sporting activities or things that you're doing that are extracurricular, me at a paint class, here's me doing yoga, those kind of things allow the person to say, okay, they do have hobbies of their own. I will get a sense of self-expansion from being in this relationship because if they have growth, then therefore I will inherit growth and we will have a shared interest and that right there, it's already creating arousal.
0: That's amazing. And that helps them pick out a day. A lot of women want men to pick out the day and a lot of men ask women to pick out the day. And if you can tell what they like to do by their profile, yeah, it makes he, it that much easier.
1: In the profile, I have you write like not just the activities that you would like to do, but the activities that he would also like to do. So if that. you're writing your bio, you need to envision the person who you're trying to attract. So would this person appreciate you journaling? Maybe not. they want to go on a date with you unless like there were there certain things that you need to appeal to whom you are trying to attract so something that that they can visualize themselves doing with you that would be fun like an arcade playing pool some some scuba whatever those things are something that whom you're trying to attract can visualize themselves doing that right there would love that put that in your bio for sure you're going to get way more results been saying like, I love to knit with my friends. Hopefully <laughs> you love to knit too. That's do <laughs> going that, do it.
0: They might not like to knit and then they're gonna swipe left. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's awesome, really that's awesome. Man, that is really true though. And I'm so glad you said that because you don't
1: have to be naked in the third strap picture, but no, it, no, it no. is don't really me.
0: important to have that.
1: We need to see your silhouette. There has to be something left of the imagination. So everything doesn't need to be hanging out, although I'm a, I like skin and I like my skin. Uh, you can ask my husband, I'm a nudist, <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not on the ground like that. I'm not putting that on these apps like that. You have to leave something to imagination to keep them wanting more. What they need to see and what we need to see is the silhouette of your body so that at least we know that you love on yourself and you're gonna eventually love on us and we wanna see you without those clothes. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm gonna be 100, right? Em- like emotional intimacy and creating that on the app is great, but the reason that it becomes challenging is because it is based, we are basing our attraction to someone initially on sexual intimacy and being able to create the sexual desire. Mm-hmm. And so there does have to be something appealing. If a man is wearing you know, a more fitted shirt or a woman is wearing a more fitted shirt and bright colors, you want to make sure that you have jeweled colors on when you're taking these photos. Like mm-hmm. Those things are going to be more appealing to the eye.
0: That is really interesting, but that's true because you can have the thirst trap picture next to the uh, boy or girl next door picture, and it's like, okay, (laughs) I can have her or him at home, but then I can also take them to my mom. Right. It's like a full circle, a full package, this is what you get. I love that. I I absolutely love that. Okay, you guys, it's question time. I really like this guy, but it's like when we get into it, he quits on me. Like, I have to blow him up to get a response. Okay, so she's saying that she really likes the guy, and she has to, like, pull teeth to talk to him. Is there any advice that you would give to Deja?
1: Deja, rewind. she? <laughs> De- 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 you are saying that you like this guy, but you have to blow him up. Like, reach out to him, reach out to him, reach out to him to get communication back from him.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what
1: she's saying. I'm gonna play devil's advocate and say, maybe he's really as busy as he's pretending to be. However, (laughs) let's be truthful about it because not everybody is great with communication. So I'm still gonna be nice about that. The truth of the matter is though, if communication is one of your core values, it will never work. Because if you're someone who needs that affirmation or to like communicate on a daily basis with someone, or you value a response like the rest of us, He's already showing you how he's going to treat you right now in this early initial process before you've even fallen in love with him you're just using the word like imagine mm. what it's like to be in love with someone who doesn't hit you back and he mm. may be working he may be busy he may be with friends but like when he does hit you back are you feeling the intimacy between one another and when you've expressed to him that you need proper communication and that this is something that's important to you does he respond to what you say your need was And correct that behavior. Because oftentimes people don't know. Some people are disconnected from their phone. They're not really tripping like that. We have these expectations in our mind of what our dating process should look like. And it's even vice versa for me and my husband. He likes to hear from me throughout the day. I'm worthy. I'm sorry. I run a business. (laughs) But I respect your wishes now that you've communicated them to me and let me know what you need. If I don't correct that behavior, that's on me. You know, you
0: do get wrapped up in what you're doing. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes my boyfriend plays uh, video games with his friend and says, like, yeah. wind down activity. And if I'm not there, I might get upset. Why isn't he answering his phone? Well, right. that's because I should know that he needs time for himself. Yeah. But it, also there's, like, the give and take where he can shoot me a text, say, hey, I'm going to do this activity for a bit. I'll hit you when I'm done. And it's right. just, like, that communication part.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And let's just keep it 100 some you may be dating someone who's not that thoughtful yeah. do you like them enough to deal with the thoughtlessness <laughs> you, that's what you really have to figure out me? yes yes oh my god i can't sacrifice that but you know we have to keep it 100 like that may be a lesson that you have to experience like actually this is a deal breaker for me yeah I need for her
0: who can communicate properly that's exactly right we have another question here from the gym jar how can you tell if a guy actually likes you or if he's just a nice guy in general? Ooh, this is a really good
1: question. This is a good question. This is Ooh. a great... question. What I want to know to this question, though, is what is the goal? Because if the goal is to be with this nice guy or the goal is to have this nice, nice guy, it doesn't matter if we want to get our goal because we want a nice guy and we actually want him to like us. So what is the behavior that we need to do? What's the energy that we need to come with? in order for him to know that the feeling is mutual, right? Mm. Because he is being a nice guy, which we all should be in the company of nice men. When you flirt with him, and I hope you're flirting, girl. (laughs) When you flirt with him, does he flirt back? When you touch Mm. him a little on the elbow or on the neck, or if you're touching him on the shoulder, you're laughing at his jokes, you're making eye contact, you're putting yourself in a close proximity to him to be able to for him to feel your presence. How does he react to that? You want to see, does he squirm a little bit? Does, you know, do I make him a little hot and bothered when I flirt with him and let him know and ask him what's for dinner and let him know that I'm one of those options? (laughs) How does does he respond? Does he instantly put you back in the friend zone and like, ha ha I gotta go. Or is he like, hey now, like what what are we doing with this nice guy? Because nice guys make good husbands, let me tell you.
0: (laughs) They sure do. I hate that saying that nice guys finish last because they don't, they do not. My boo is a nice guy and I'm so happy I have him. All those other jokes are
1: trash. Me too. I'm sorry. You marry the nice guys. Like you sleep with the hot boys. You like you have those days like of get get all of that out of your system. Get the mean Mm -hmm. bad boys out of your system because what you want to settle down with is a nice guy. I'm sorry.
0: Yes. (laughs) You want that longevity. You want someone that you can weather the storm with and if you're in the storm, You don't need any extra meanness in that storm you need someone supporting you and loving you that's right
1: yes so girl whoever asked this question uh or in the gym jar you're gonna have to flirt that's how you're gonna get your answer what it is
0: there you go girl okay we have another question here rainbow whoo her ex has been saying some mean things how do i deal with this
1: wait why is the ex affecting you he is an Mm. ex That means you need to do an exorcism. You need to release (laughs) your ex from your life. What he is saying to you, if you're still in communication with him, doesn't feed your spirit anymore. And your new man isn't liking the fact that he's still in the picture. You have Mm -hmm. to release him from your spirit, from your mind, from your soul. If you need to block him communicating with him or haven't been with him for a reason. And so if he's calling you, if he's texting you, you are going to need to create some space, and that means an exercise. You mm. have to block him from your spirit, release him, because if he's I not love burning that. you, I'm sorry, your new man will. But you need to also know, like, why you're attracting someone who says negative things to you. Why are you still allowing this energy and mm. this space in your life? There's something about it that you are attracted to, and so that's really what you need to assess. Mm-hmm. What is it about? Him that I'm still into, why does it why do I still care what he thinks? Oh, he's saying it to my friends, or he's saying it to whatever. Okay, you know what? When he says those things, let the word spread that you're saying positive things about him. Let him know that I appreciate Mm -hmm. when he talks bad about me. Let him know that he was amazing. Let him know I'm giving the universe back some positivity and send him his blessings and on his way.
0: Bye, sir. We don't need you over here. Bye. Bye, sir. Look, and my sister is always telling me, like just block them, just block them, you don't need it. And I, I found myself through the years being like, oh, I don't know, I don't. I feel childish blocking. I don't know, <laughs> but honestly, if somebody is in your face or in your space and they're pouring in negative energy, block them. Bye, Felicia, that's right, Alicia, girl.
1: Say. Yeah, all exes are gonna have something to say. Like that's they're always, true. ex friends, ex lovers, ex whomever, are always gonna have something to say because guess what they're they're your ex for a reason there was something that you did or that they did that is not in alignment with where you're supposed to be going and the love that you're supposed to have in your life and so if that's the case okay i'm gonna accept this i don't like what's being said but i rebuke you (laughs) (laughs)
0: yes yes sometimes you know you have to Set a bomb off in your house to get rid of the bugs sometimes you, you have to home. get a little raid to there spray them away sometimes there you, you have to do something a little extra to get rid of all that riffraff you right. got to take
1: your trash out right take it right. out put it in the is hit them up like why are you talking about me or no they don't control your emotions anymore they are not in your life they don't love you they don't get love
0: yes that is yes they don't control you once they're gone and once you have remove them from your life, they're no longer a factor. Oh, my mom used to always tell me this also. Uh, You cannot change what people say to you, but you can change how you react to what they say. He can say whatever he wants. And if you don't pay attention, eventually he'll stop. Eventually he'll go away.
1: Right, exactly. That's called self-regulation. Like the term Mm. for that is like understanding what you're thinking and feeling, and then be able to shift your behavior to get your needs and goals met versus feeding into what someone else is serving you that doesn't serve you. Yes. It's you, yes. You, have to, you have to control that reaction. Absolutely. Uh Oh,
0: we have another question from Maria. She says, how do I know if a longtime male friend is interested in me? I'm confused and enjoy his friendship.
1: Oh, so you want to keep him in the friend zone.
0: She okay. doesn't know. She She might be interested in him.
1: Look, friends make great lovers. I'm going to okay, I'm going to just say this. I know someone is a friend zone and I'm a huge advocate of you being able to have friends uh, that you are attracted to or that are a platonic relationship, right? You want to be able to have relationships with the opposite sex. You, it's also how you learn about your partner. You want those relationships. It's healthy. But if you now have that relationship and you're trying to turn it into something more, you are going to have to explore what does that look like if we do turn it into more and why do i think that this person will be a good person to be in relationship with and mm-hmm. are they the same person in a relationship who they are as a friend because not all of us are as good in relationship as we are with friends they may be a good friend to you but in past relationships how have they treated their girls how have they treated their guys would you want to be in that position would you want to take that spot or is it just that you're close with your friend and it's appeasing and we're in quarantine and might as well try to like see what's up because you could potentially damage a friend in the process because if you go there they are no longer a strictly platonic friend yeah and going back to the original friendship but the way that you explore it that was once again because I'm a huge advocate of flirting is ask them like dang have you ever thought about me like have you really ever thought about me have you thought about me naked what were your thoughts (laughs) them in the hot I seat see. put them put them in the hot seat put them in the hot seat because you, you'll never know unless you put it out there so I do yeah. think that you should imply like you should definitely let them know that like you got some thoughts going on do you have some thoughts going on but what you don't need to do is like go intimate first without having gone through the process of like finding out where they stand emotionally
0: mm, I love that because I think a lot of people, are very comfortable with their guy friends or their their friends that they may be attracted to, yeah. and they'll accidentally fall into something and end up in an intimate relationship with this person, yeah. this and be very confused about the next steps for their friendship and mm-hmm. how to navigate that and how to and and you're right, you can't go back once that threshold is crossed, you cannot go back.
1: Yep. And also too, if you get into another relationship now, the person who was your friend, I'm trying to adjust my seat, right? uh, Because I had to put my charger in. (laughs) Once you do do get into another relationship, now you have to explain that like your homeboy or your homegirl who you were so close with is actually somebody who you slept with. Mm -hmm. So like, don't cross that line unless you really feel like, no, they would be bombing a relationship. Um, And you should be doing that with just people who you're dating in general. Like, is this person a good friend? And would they make a good companion? Yes. cuz not everything transfers over not everything like is in alignment like that
0: yes i have a few guy friends from college who were great friends to me and like supported me helped me out whatever yeah. they were great guys but they didn't necessarily have great relationships or uh, maybe with the player and if i were dating if i were thinking about dating them right. maybe they would treat me the way they treated those other girls that they were maybe playing
1: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> put yourself in that spot because I, and that ain't for me <laughs> don't think
1: that your friendship supersedes their view of relationship like mm. and love like it doesn't your friendship is not enough to to convert someone to being committed if commitment's not one of their values mm. If like thoughtfulness and caring and communication isn't one of their values you'll you're more forgiving in a friendship than you are in a relationship and you take it more personal when there's this like emotional investment and sexual bond and tie to someone who you find yourself romantically interested in. Mm. And while I wish that wasn't the case, the reality is, is that we do take it more personal and more serious. And so the stakes then are transferred and the things that were lighthearted that you loved now become so much more serious and the level of expectations now have increased astronomically because you guys have put each other in this other category.
0: Yes, it complicates. (laughs) <laughs>
1: it complicates
0: things so be make sure you're ready for it yeah uh we have some more questions we're gonna do maybe two or three more questions and okay. then we're gonna get back into some other stuff bella says how can i communicate better in my relationship i'm an all-in teller and cried but my boyfriend is more of a turtle and shuts down Ooh, how can i communicate better
1: so When it comes to you probably wanting to be one of the people who you like to get it out right then and there, you are comfortable expressing your emotions, comfortable expressing how you're feeling and why you're feeling it. And it also is therapeutic for you to get it all out right then and there. If you're dealing with your boyfriend, chances are he may not be as emotionally intelligent as you and in tune with what he's feeling and why he's feeling it oftentimes because men are not raised that way to be as vulnerable and transparent. And they're taught that in order to be successful and get things done, whether it's in class, on the field, at work, that they have to compartmentalize their emotions to get the job done. What you're presenting to him when you're experiencing these emotions looks like to him, conflict. It looks like problem standing in front of me feeling good, of me having peace. And at the end of the day, he does want peace for you. He does probably care about you, he does probably love you. But how you express it is what makes all of the difference. So what I say is, spicy tip, schedule an appointment with him. Literally Mm. put it on his freaking calendar that like, I would like to talk to you about how I was feeling. And you don't do it in the moment when you're hot, heated, and in this like hurricane of emotions that now sounds like nagging and putting him in the hot seat. You don't know there how many times I love my husband, but I wish I would have, I wanted to drop kick him and I'm upset. Like, I, man, if he wasn't bigger than me, I probably would have by now. But like, <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. But like, I literally understand, I understand though, that when it comes to him, that emotions sometimes look like conflict, it looks combative. And so because he computes differently, what you have to do is later on circle back when you maybe aren't. As in high or intense emotions and process and actually process like why do I feel like this what is it that I'm thinking what is it that I'm feeling what is the best behavior for this moment to get my needs met if you are hurting Mm -hmm. and you want to be unhurt going on going in on him is not how you're going to get unhurt going in on him is actually going to get you more hurt and you want to just be heard so schedule a time afterwards circle back that he can hear you out after you maybe like cooked a little something after you guys are, you know, comfortable watching some TV, and you're not going to deliver in a way that is confrontational, you're, you're going to be honest. And you're going to let him know, you know, how incredible you think he is. I love the fact that you do x, y and z for me. But I would appreciate it if next time you went out with your boys, you know, you did give me a phone call and let me know or, you know, if, whatever this is the situation may be, you're going to start with making a sandwich Give him the affirmation, feed his ego, then tell him the thing that you want him to work on. But always start with the pump, pump, pump. And I know that sounds crazy and we don't wanna have to give the affirmation, but this is how you speak to their spirit and you get your needs met. you butter them up in the man's I'm sorry, I know it sounds crazy, but we receive information as humans from psychological level and emotional level better when we get them first.
0: Yes, that's why another thing my mom used to always say is you get more flies with honey than you do vinegar.
1: Yes. And let's
0: not say flies because we don't want no flies. But you get, <laughs> you get, you receive more when you right. uh, have honey, and then when you do vinegar. If you That's start, a
1: great metaphor. I love that one. I use it all the time. <laughs> yeah. Me and my my girlfriend, undefined beauty, on here. We use that all together. Because when she, when we're even as friendships in our relationships, acting out, I'll look at her. She'll look at me. And we're like, mm-hmm. more honey, less vinegar. Uh uh-uh. Yes.
0: It. <laughs> it's true though. You don't like to hear uh, yourself. Like I don't like to hear negative things yeah. and I'm like it you know butter me up first and then give me some bad news like yeah. and then I can digest it better it's all about approach Um that goes for you too Angel I see you talking about your man disrespecting you I think you should set an appointment with him just mm-hmm. like Mari says and tell him like can we set boundaries in our when we ar- argue that these are some things that we do and these are some things that we don't do because if yeah. he's disrespecting you it's not gonna work
1: when my couples come to me, I start off our first session with what's our safe word here? Because I already know you guys are gonna go in on each other, someone's gonna say something, you're gonna be defensive, you guys don't get to interrupt each other. But when someone does affect you, what's the safe word? Because the safe word is going to remind you it needs to be a safe word of love. And that mm. is a tip that you guys can use right there. Come up with the safe word of love with your partner, that when one of your guys' feelings are hurt, or you're upset, or they're upset, what's the safe word that lets them know, okay, no point taken, but we will cu- we will we will get back to this and handle this later because I don't want to mess up this uh, Laker game for you because I know you're excited it's back on. Um, <laughs> like, but, yes, but trust me, trust me, we will get back to it. Maybe the safe word is Oreo. Maybe it's whatever like thing you guys both love or share. That's what the safe word needs to be and mm. you circle back at a more appropriate time.
0: I love that. And especially because, uh, you know, some people want to talk about things and resolve issues during downtime. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're done working. And we're both home. but yeah. Exactly. Maybe he's watching the Laker game. Maybe he's talking on the phone to his mom. Maybe something like so one of you is uh, occupied mentally at the moment. That's yeah. not the best time. That is not mm-hmm. the best time.
1: <laughs> I'll leave to one, you guys. A gem. I'm gonna give you guys a bar right here. A spicy oh, spicy tip jar. <laughs> really, like I'm telling you, do this, like ladies, fellas, whomever, uh, everybody needs to try this, okay? Spicy tip jar. You're gonna put a word of affirmation or a, something that feeds his love language, and to make sure that he does this for you as well. You're gonna put affirmation in there, something that they did great, amazing that week that you really appreciate. Then you're gonna put a new, sexy, spicy. Fun position or place you want to go, an activity in there, right? So it's two little tips right there. And the third thing you're gonna throw in that tip jar, I'm, I'm saying you're actually gonna write these out and throw in the tip jar. The third thing is something you want them to work on, so that we're not always vocalizing the things that we're upset about, or it doesn't always feel to them like we're nagging, or we have to tell them a million times to do this thing over and over. Let them pull that out of the jar once a week. They either get an affirmation, something sexy that you guys get to do together, or place that you want to go, an activity you want to do, or the thing that they need to improve upon. You're going to put three in, and he's going to put three in. And each week, you guys pull a different one, so it mixes it up, and it's not just barking at one another, and it's not just nagging and putting in your negative things. There's some sexiness in there that he has to look forward to, and then there's also that positive information that he has to look forward to
0: babe we about to get a jar I don't know if you say (laughs) that but we about
1: to get a jar because that is so awesome yeah
0: (laughs) that is beautiful um I started doing that with goals with goals or like things that I've accomplished so then I pull it out and I look out yeah and I'm like oh I remember I did do that I love that I love that you do it within the relationship because you may write something and then they pull it out and they're like, "Oh, I forgot that he cooked me dinner yep. the other day."
1: It's like, yeah. "Oh,
0: and you re- remember those good feelings." That's amazing.
1: Yeah. It reminds you like, "Dang, so dang, there's a and then you have like 50 things in the jar and you're like, Dang, you actually are a better partner. I just forget half of the stuff you do. So thank God I'm writing it down now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which is really easy to do when you're mad about something. It's really easy to forget about the good stuff.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) The relationship is only as good as the last good thing they did for you. Like, that can't be the relationship because you're going to have arguments. Like, you're going to have those heated moments. But if you reach in there and you find a little tip and you're like, dang, he said... That like, I'm the light of his life. Mm, it's hard to stay mad at you. Okay, I'm fine. I'm the light. <laughs>
0: exactly. Exactly. Okay, this is the last question. Okay. Um, we have my boyfriend broken off. He, the reason is he wants to look for his life only. Should I wait? So I'm assuming that means that he wants to go and like live his life a little bit and find himself. Should you okay. wait? Ooh.
1: Absolutely freaking no, <laughs> like absolutely positively no, um, this is the great thing. He saved you from him trying to figure out his life with you mm. and you having to deal with the aftermath of someone who doesn't know who they are. Maybe he's searching for his purpose. Maybe he's focusing on some internal growth. Maybe he just wants to date more people and experience and make sure that he's making the right decision whatever the reason is that this person feels like they don't want to be with you. One thing my mother told me was don't want nobody who doesn't want you. And so it's not just enough to like decide, you know, that I'm going to wait around for him and maybe he'll come around. Like that sounds great in theory, but if he doesn't come around, you just put and invested all of this energy into someone who hasn't built back into you, someone who hasn't made any deposits. And they've already taken and maxed out this card as much as possible. And they're going to continue making withdrawals, withdrawals, withdrawals. But if you keep making these deposits, you're going to be on empty. And so you're not even going to recognize energetically when someone who's actually better for you comes around because you haven't been feeding your spirit in the limbo waiting around for someone else to wake up and realize how phenomenal you are. Mm-hmm. Know who you are. Know what you want. Know what you have to offer. And then go get someone who appreciates those things. But yeah. waiting is not what we will ever do in life. Yes. I agree one thousand percent. And
0: I think that if you wait, you're making him the starring role in your movie.
1: And oh you my are God, playing respect you. Man, he, it's like that is a great like that's such a great point. He's he won't even respect you because he will make you, he will do it in your, if he gets back with you, he will make you wait again. What happens when he's not ready for marriage and he needs to go find himself again? Mm-hmm. You guys are married, now the ki- kids are coming and he needs to go find himself again. Like you have to show him that you don't wait. You have to love yourself more than anything in the world because he's gonna look at you and say, well, hmm, how does she treat herself when she's missed, you know, when someone mistreats her? Like, does she love on herself? And self-love is not you waiting for someone and hoping on a, on a wish in the star that you get chosen you yes. do the choosing honey you are not waiting to get chosen
0: yes i saw somebody put um you are the tequila not the chaser that's right thank
1: you are <laughs> not the chaser
0: <laughs> that is so true don't wait for him and if you do wait for him like i said you'll be making yourself a supporting cast member which is not good you need right. to start in your own movie and if the like you said if the right man does come along and the right ideal partner for you does come along then you may not even see that person just like you said because you're focused on waiting for this man and that's not okay
1: and what i don't want you to ever miss out on when somebody doesn't want you and you are still under the impression that they will come to their senses they are taking a percentage of your battery charge like if you Mm. think about yourself as a cell phone they're taking a percentage of that so that when someone does come, you're not on full. And so you're Mm. not even showing up as your best self because your thoughts emotions, beliefs and behaviors are distracted by somebody who doesn't even want you. And so you can't even give yourself fully to somebody else because half of you is with someone else who is with someone else probably. And so while he may circle back years from now, once he sees that you've been waiting around, it is not because he's gonna respect you more, he's gonna love you more. He's only gonna respect you and love you more when he sees that you do that for yourself. Yes. I've told a multitude of people, move out of that house, let him see, He's, you've been with him long enough, let him see that you are about this life with or without him.
0: Mm-hmm. And they yes. just
1: got married last month. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> Sometimes people forget. Sometimes needed to see that she could be without him.
0: Yes, you get wrapped up in this us, 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 and you yep. get wrapped up in the habit of maybe not Appreciating someone the way you do, the yeah. way you should, and you sometimes you need a reminder.
1: Yeah. Just like you exactly.
0: need a reminder with the jar, <laughs> you need a reminder. Yes, go say that again.
1: <laughs> sometimes they do. Sometimes you need a kick in the butt. Yeah. Like in the sense of because there has to be this hunting nature, you have to remove yourself sometimes from the element. And I'm going to tell you, even when you're freaking married, you got to do that. So I sometimes go out and I miss my husband's call and. I have a ring on it, but I cannot always be 100% available because I need his imagination to run wild and just think for a second, what if I lost her? Oh my God, that evokes fear in his heart, makes him like, and mind you, I come back and he feels secure, but you you (laughs) have to keep it spicy. Like whether you're in a relationship with a boyfriend, whether you're married, whatever. I still take my girls trips with my girls. We have our little staycations this past weekend. We were at the London. because he needs to see you happy and thriving that's part of what his arousal comes for you is knowing that you are good with or without and with you are amazing absolutely you are you guys are even more dynamic and powerful but without you are amazing too that's how you keep the fear in his heart
0: (laughs) yes yes because someone else might notice that amazingness too and try to swoop it up if you fall short sir yes yes i love that (laughs) Oh my gosh, you guys! Thank you so much for your questions. I have a few more questions from Maria, and then we're going to say goodbye. But that's okay. So, what else are you up to? What else are you working on? You said you have speed dating events.
1: Yes. Tell us all about it. Okay, so I had I just had one that was amazing. It was uh, computer love, and so that was you know it was so phenomenal. Like, get so many connections on there. Um, I have another one coming up called for the love of pause. And that'll be next month. And that's for all the dog lovers out there. That if you have a dog, I'm setting you up with someone else who has a dog. And you're going to go on seven dates in one night with other dog lovers. So it can only be for pet owners. This next one that I have coming up. But uh, it's on the spicylife.com. You can just create a profile there. I send out, like, my newsletters and let you know when I have these events. It is a certain criteria to be, like, a part of the events. I want to make sure that you really are about this love life. And so I don't allow people who aren't on a higher level of consciousness, who um, aren't absolutely in love with themselves and with love and ready for a relationship, join in on these um, because it defeats the purpose. Like you can can go on Tinder for that or you can go on like, (laughs) I'm trying to help people find their purpose mate. Yeah, you need to be serious about your
0: relationship goals when you join our events. <laughs> oh my gosh, I had a, I have a mini you in my life. When I met my boyfriend, uh, we were actually at a bar, and uh, one of his friends, she was literally like, "This is what, this is what he believes. This is what," and telling me like real values about him, and I was like, "That sounds great." Which is right? odd that we were having this conversation in a bar, but it's still like. Oh, I like this guy even more because I know that his foundation is very similar to mine and
1: we can match. He had a letter of recommendation. Like he had a friend right there like vouching. Yes. That's the thing you guys need to be doing this quarantine. You guys are not asking or hitting your friends up or your family or your church members or your organizations that you're a part of or your whatever sorority, whatever fraternity. Like, do you have someone for me? Yes. I am single ready to mingle. Yes. Because... Just like you would if you were unemployed right now, um, you know, my heart goes out to you if you are, but like, you don't keep your mouth closed when that happens. If anything, you let people know, I'm in this place, I'm on the market, what do you got for me? And you will be surprised at who has a referral for you, a reference <laughs> for you. Yes. Like, there's strength in numbers and this is why the matchmaking component helps so much is because when a client comes to me, like you can only meet so many people on your own. I'm going to bring these other people to you. Now you have two people working to help find you love versus you trying to do it by yourself. Yes. You reach out to your social circle and to people who, you know, don't go under the assumption like, oh, well, my girls don't know anyone or, you know, my homeboys don't know anyone. You don't know that. Is that a belief or is that a fact?
0: Exactly. They may have that coworker, somebody who just came. That's really, cool, you. really smart. Oh,
1: maybe I should connect them. Right. Uh, it's not know. it's not inappropriate to ask your coworkers if they know someone. It, maybe to, to date today your coworkers, even though I'm not against that either because <laughs> co- you know, affairs do happen at work. But like if ask your coworkers like, do you know anyone for me? I'm single, ready to mingle. Yes. And then it's not then it's not a work affair. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and you spend a lot of time with your coworkers. You spend a lot of time at work when we were going into the offices and things. So these people know you well, whether you know it or not, they know your personality well. Yep. So they can choose yep. somebody that works well for you. That's exactly how, his name is Jeff. That's exactly how Jeff and I and met. If they
1: don't, you have nothing to lose. Like, if it doesn't work out, guess what? You had a date or you had a Zoom date. Yes. Like, you made a new friend. But even if that person you don't like, they more than likely have a friend who has a friend that knows somebody for you. Mm-hmm. That's why you guys need to be smiling at everybody. You need to be talking to everybody. You need to be literally promoting yourself and your singleness <laughs> like you would trying to get a job.
0: Yes. I'm
1: so serious, but we don't take Ooh. our love life serious. We don't take our love life or handle our love life the way that we do our career. And your love life is actually more valuable than your career ever will be.
0: Yes. Let me say this because you are speaking the word
1: right now.
0: Um, word of mouth is so important for businesses what do you think Yelp is? Yelp is word of mouth so that yep. people can review you and yep. decide they want to go to that business if someone yep. is speaking well of you it didn't work out with Tunis but she's a really great girl um, she's a, a really good she'll be a really good partner for somebody just not for me yep. boom okay here comes Bill. Bill might be looking for somebody just yep. like you and then Tom can refer Bill to you because he knows that you're a good person. And maybe if it didn't work out, you didn't say, "I oh, well, F him and da 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 Like, yes. you kept it nice and you kept it cordial. Because one, another thing, another gem for mom, you never know who you may need in life. And not that you need to use people, but people like to help people. And if you're they nice, too, they will help you.
1: And it's great karma. What well, you just brought up about, like maybe somebody's not for you, but you refer them to somebody else. Like I encourage my clients to do this all of the time. Like, okay, great, that didn't that date didn't work out. But is there a friend who would like him? Do yes. you have? A, and people are like, well, I don't want to be offended. That I don't, I don't want them offended. That I don't want them. Well, you're blocking somebody else's blessing by caring about somebody being offended. Pass them on to someone else who wants them. If it's not you, yes, yeah, so that will appreciate. Maybe you didn't them. like who your coworker brought to you or who your homegirl suggested. Great. Pass them to a friend who does or ask them like do you have a friend for me because this just isn't gonna work out i know it's bold but like this is how we gotta be right now love love is <laughs> not a game exactly. exactly
0: exactly no games, you guys okay so we can find all the info about the speed dating on your site
1: yes the spicylife.com
0: okay you guys you hear that Spicylife.com. i see you know some of you guys are talking about your crazy exes and all this stuff Say bye to them, <laughs> go to the thespicyloaf.com, get in these dating, yes, come on and get in. Anything else we can look out from you?
1: Oh my gosh, my curriculum that I just came out with, um, I do like one-on-one sessions, usually in my 90-day program for the superior man or woman, and mm. I uh, do relationship coaching and then matchmaking with you, but then I also now have a course that I'm doing for those who maybe don't have the time or can't necessarily invest in the services all the way, they can do their online curriculum and it's my voice guiding them through it. And then I'm leading a classroom where they get to be more in a group setting where we actually get to see each other on zoom and go through the curriculum together. And they get to learn the steps to actually creating a relationship. So the attract, the interact, the engage, the commit, and then the retention part. So it's like we tackle relationships and dating the same way we would with everything else strategically. yes so yeah that's something they definitely want like to to check out the spicy life for for our services and products and some people might need personal care and i'm here for the one-on-ones too
0: yes you guys a lot of people try to stay away from professional services but they're the experts for a reason yeah and And if if it's not working by yourself let's fix it if it's broke fix it oh my goodness couldn't said it couldn't not have said it better listen you guys honestly check out thespicylife.com because if I was if I wasn't um in a relationship I know I would be checking it out so right. I'm just saying we got some good stuff um follow spicy mari on instagram and all platforms right
1: yep you guys can always play with my twitter or stroke my instagram at spicy mari you can go to thespicylife.com uh you can follow our social page on the spicy life as well but with spicy mari you're always going to get me like directly on there making sure that if you dm me i will dm you back like i will help you guys yes i will do and i also offer a free consultation like if you just want to have a one-on-one conversation with me so that we can kind of gauge where you are in your love life and come up with a game plan on what you need and what we can do schedule a consultation with me it's free but i only take people who are really ready for love
0: yes no games you guys honestly because I i suggest anyone who is willing and really looking for love do this because just having a person who is unbiased to talk to mm-hmm. about anything yeah, should be highly appreciated and highly valued because absolutely. that person can look at the situation objectively and help you, give you no, no judgment, no uh, harsh criticisms, but like give you realness on how you need to improve and how you can do better. And there's absolutely yep. nothing wrong with that.
1: Yep. Absolutely. And I give an assessment, like I actually give you an assessment on self passion, intimacy, communication, and learning to say yes. And we get to strengthen those opportunities where there's some threats going on. Like I will yes. work through those things with you, but we all need an accountability partner because we have some blind spots that we don't need to waste any more time, allowing those to exist. Like let's yes. get through that blockage. Let's do the healing. Let's become more magnetic and turn that passion on so we can attract our purpose mate.
0: Yes. Thank you so much for joining us, Spicy Mari.
1: Absolutely. Thank you for having me.
0: We're gonna have to do this again. We need a part two. <laughs> yes.
1: Whenever you want me, I'm available. Okay. Thank you. I'll we'll talk to you later. I appreciate bye. you. Bye. Love so you bye.
0: All right, you guys. Thank you so much to Spicy Mari for coming on to this live. It was really informative. We learned so much. And we'll see you guys next Friday. Stay positive and stay slaying. Bye-bye.